When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Josh Ennis Show. Well, howdy, everybody, and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show, the unwoke jamokes. Josh and Jilly, what's going on, Jilly? Well, not much. About to go get a pedicure. See, you're doing some living today. Astros get a big walk-off yesterday. They just crushed the souls of the, the, the Mariners and all their dopey fans like Bootsy. And now you're going to get yourself a, a pedicure. Oh, there's no baseball, no Astros today, so I got to do something. The stupid day off. And apparently uh, the uh, game, and this is being recorded, full disclosure, at like 2.05 Central right now. So I think the Phillies game would be starting in like an hour, oh, hour and a half. So it's at 3.30. And that game is in jeopardy uh, due to weather. I saw uh, that uh, uh, the manager of the Phillies, the fellow with the, the odd-shaped ears. like Philly one, Rob. Philly Rob. That uh, Philly Rob says that uh, they believe they're not going to start the game unless they can finish the game. So we'll see what happens. Again, that was 15, 20 minutes ago I saw that. So who knows? Uh, but uh, welcome in. Glad you guys are with us. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing with your friends. A lot of people checked out the Astros post uh, game yesterday. So thank you. You guys are great. Jilly, I've got one for you. Okay. Who do you think? Well, first of all, let me ask you this. Do you find bald men to be sexy? Some. Okay. See, that's a good, that's a good point. Because, see, sometimes, like, there's two different kinds of bald. There's, like, dude that's balding and has a skullet, and then there's dude that says, I'm just shaving this shit down and let's go. Tell me an attractive bald man. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't do well thinking like this. Okay. How about attractive bald men? How do you feel about Pitbull? He's not really attractive. How do you feel about Vin Diesel? He's okay. How do you feel about Anthony Tony Bruno? Oh, obviously he's the hottest. Well, the world's hottest bald man has been determined. And uh, the world's hottest bald man, uh, bald man based on science. There's a science now based on all the data that's been accumulated and added up and divided. Vin Diesel has been determined to be the sexiest bald man on earth. What year is this from? I know, right? Uh, followed by Stanley Tucci, which two totally different bald dudes. Uh, Pitbull is on the list. Shamar Moore. Who the hell is Shamar Moore? He's, uh, I would know the name. I, I would know him if I saw him. You'd know him. He's in a lot of stuff. I'm going to look up Shamar Oh, that guy. He's yeah, bald? Yeah. Oh. I. Oh, yeah. So, see, that's the thing. He used to have hair. See, I guess that's how balding works. Uh, but uh, he used to have hair. Shamar Moore did. Okay, he's a handsome guy. I can see that. He is. Uh, Pitbull, 
Prince William. Prince William is not. No, Prince William is not. He's a bad kind of bald. Yeah, he's got like, he's, a bald like spot. there's no receding hairline. There's a little bit of hair left. No, it, like that. He is not a handsome bald man. He's not a handsome man in general, and he's certainly not a handsome bald man. Jason Statham, he's number six on the list of handsome bald men. Uh, do you like Jason Statham? I don't even know you what know, he looks like. You don't know who Jason Statham? From no. Crank and Crank 2? I don't know what that is. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never seen it either. Uh, you know him if you saw him. Here, Jason Statham. I don't know, the, I, I don't know who that is. Really? No. Boy, shocking development here. Uh, Bruce Willis is number seven. Is Bruce Willis handsome? Yeah. Joe Rogan, is he handsome? I guess. He's I... number eight. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is number nine. That's what I would assume would have been number one. I know he's number one in every category for everything, but apparently not. And then uh, number 10 is Mike Tyson on that list. That is the sexiest bald men on earth based on various criteria. Um, And it was a score out of one to 10, and they added them all up. And the best looking of them all, though, was Vin Diesel. He, the star of The Pacifier, he uh, got 6.46, making him the highest. And uh, the lowest on that top 10 is Mike Tyson, for uh, comparison's sake, is 2.50. So that's where. for Tay Diggs, huh? I was just looking at this list, and they have Tay Diggs on it. Let me tell you, Tay Diggs. Very handsome man, but like I find him to just be, and he's charming. Now, it's like, and he's you know the thing is, he's also kind of pushy on social media with like social stuff, but it's not over the top. You know what I mean? It's not like you're annoyed or he's beating you over the head or he's calling you a bad person. He's just you know. He, he has things he believes in, and he goes with it, and he follows everybody. He sure does. That adds like 10 points in the hot scale, right? The dude, like, he follows literally every person. Tay Diggs does not give a fuck. He's not there for the ratio. He's not there for the, well, I'm followed by 2.5 million, but I only follow seven people. No, like, he follows 2.5 million people because Tay Diggs is a man of the people. But Tay Diggs. Uh, not on that list. Uh, Tony Bruno, not on that list. You know what fascinates me? We've had this conversation about Bruno before. But if you look at pictures of Bruno before he shaved his skullet, I mean, he looked like an accountant, right? So if you look at Tony Bruno radio, and let's see if a, a picture pops up of him with the skullet. An old Bruno skullet photo. Boy, he's. At, I think they've. I think Miss Robin has scrubbed the internet they're hard to find now yeah i think miss robin has gone out and said there needs to be no evidence that tony bruno at one time had a skullet but that skullet made him look older it made him look like an accountant he just was not like a good honest to god not a good looking man with his skullet but he's smooth now yes well here's a good example there you go look at that picture of tony bruno and that's what before it became full-on skullet he was just balding on top but he had the beard and like he looked like you know someone in wall street in 1986 that's what he looked like right but then he shaved as a bit on tv and the dude got younger instantly you know like i mean just laid it down so looked considerably younger, and then he, he used to dye the goatee and stuff. I don't think, obviously, he doesn't dye the goatee. Tony has decided that he doesn't give a fuck about that shit anymore. Like, when we were working together, he was doing TV still. He was doing the TV hit uh, with uh, Olbermann, which is still a fascinating friendship, based on the fact that Olbermann's well, become a complete fucking lunatic. Especially now, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was always a political loon, but he went back to ESPN in, like, 2015 and was hosting that Olbermann show. 
And then he was just a fucking, like, this is pre-Trump, and he was already kind of crazy. Post-Trump, he's a fucking nutbag, yet somehow he's still, like, he hasn't disowned Tony Bruno, even though Tony is, like, a right-wing nutbag on the internet. Like, they got the left-wing nutbag, the right-wing nutbag, and they and they apparently can still be buddies. It's a fascinating uh, way that goes, because I wouldn't have thought that. When I heard those two dudes, I'm like, okay, they've got to hate each other by now, right? There's no way. And if anything, it would be that, you know, he, that Tony would be disowned by his boy. But no, somehow. Well, that's what I'm wondering, because I'm looking to see if, like, Olbermann still follows Tony Bruno. And although, like, they may say they're still friends, I mean, this is 2022. If you don't follow the other on social media. Oh, he media, doesn't follow him? I don't know, because oh. I follow Tony, and usually I, have, I click, like, followers would show me who I follow that also follows Keith Well, you've Olbermann. been blocked by Olbermann. No, it was a while ago. That was before social media was really a thing. But you're still blocked. No. Oh, he unblocked you? A while ago. I think he's thirsty. I think old T. Bruno, or rather uh, uh, Olbermann, who's sitting out there on his, uh, you know, on his big balcony out in New York doing his little YouTube show, he's thinking about Jilly over there. That's what's happening. I Showing. don't think that's the case. I think that's exactly what it is. He finds you to be alluring. Go hogs. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm shocked that they're friends. But he would go into that studio next door, like in the middle of the 5 o'clock hour on Fridays. I think it was Fridays or Thursdays. And he would do this hit with Olbermann. So I would just be kind of left there. It was me and Adam, and we'd just be hanging out like, Tony's got to go do TV. But, like, he would dye his goatee, you know, black and shit to look younger. And he didn't do that anymore. But he seems happier. Well, not based on his social media. His social media is not a happy place. He's quite angry. But I think he's happier in where he's living, which is down in Florida. Although I think that their RV got taken out. It did, yeah. Yeah, I think the storm took out old TB's uh, RV there. But overall, I think he's happier living down in Florida than he was in, you know, South Florida philly living in his mom's house i think but uh anyway so uh sexiest bald man for anyone who needs to know the sexiest bald man vin diesel did you watch murder she wrote no me neither but angela lansbury she's dead too she was also the what the teapot in uh beauty, beauty and the, and the beast. beast yeah but I never really watched Murder, She Wrote. It really wasn't my thing. And you would think that it'd be one of those kind of shows that, like, the old people in your house would watch. But my grandma never watched Murder, She Wrote either. She was more into, like, MASH and Jack Tripper and those kind of shows. She wasn't really into watching um, on Murder, She Wrote. So I never really got into Angela Lansbury. And honest to God, I thought Angela Lansbury was already dead. I wouldn't have thought she was alive. Battle today goes, man, she was only one month away from making it to 97. I'm like, 97 isn't really a milestone age. Like, there's not a huge difference between 96 and 97 or 97 or 98. Now, if she had been close to 100 like Betty White was, yeah. like Betty White was like a month or whatever it was from uh, hitting 100. Less than a month, yeah. Yeah, she was less than a month. If she, like, that's a story. You go, wow, do you realize that she was less than a month away from hitting 100? 100? 100's a milestone. 97 is just one day past 96. Who gives a shit? yet but uh she's dead of course and uh that's unfortunate uh, for uh, angela lansbury who i guess wanted to keep living i don't know what do you want from me now all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'll tell you something that's really annoyed me the last couple of days, and I haven't really gotten deep into it, especially with yesterday with the Astros going on and everything. Else. 
So this Devontae Adams. So this Devontae Adams pushed this cameraman, right? Yep. Okay, shit happens. He was angry after they blew the game, yep. Correct, and he took it out on this dude who happened to walk right in his path in the tunnel. Dude's just trying to do his fucking job. I mean, let's. I mean, both guys are just trying to do their fucking job here. One's trying to get the fuck off the field. One's trying to get in position to do his job. Look, it ain't his fault that the that they allow you to go where they allow you to go, right? He happens to be in the way when the dude's leaving. He clearly shoves him. He clearly pushes him, knocks him to the ground. It wasn't the right thing to do, right? Well, today he's charged with uh, misdemeanor assault. Correct. Now, the question is, would you have charged him with assault in that situation? Now... Considering that he's an NFL player and you're probably going to get some money for it and you didn't do anything to deserve it, I'd probably go with yes. I think I would. But that said, looking at the story and the way it's been covered, this is the part that annoys me about it. We're at a point, and you guys know this, but we're at a point where we're covering stories and people are offering their opinions and it has nothing to do with the facts of the story or common sense. It's all based on two important factors. One is where you stand politically on something and the other is the color of the skin of the people involved and how it relates to your color of your skin. So I've been reading comments for the last three or four days, or really, I guess that was Monday, right? So the last two or three days since this went down and there is a pretty clear gap between people who are black and think that this was not a big deal and people who were white who think it's a huge deal. And the reality is it exists in the middle of it. But my problem is we're at this point where like you read comments and some of the comments that people leave on this are truly the most absurdly stupid comments. Like, Like Emmanuel Acho, who I don't like. I think Emmanuel Acho is a, you know, he... I don't, he annoys me and I don't find him to be that interesting, right? But he's, he also annoys me because he's not interesting, yet the world says he's interesting, and that makes me find him less interesting, and I don't really like him. But did we hang out with Emmanuel Acho once? I think he did one of the uh, birds' tailgates when you were at WIP. Yeah, I think we did like a rem- – we used to do Friday remotes. Yeah. And I think he came to a bar once. But it was he – was he also the guy that fought the dude, like the umbrella dude at the no, hotel? that was a different guy. Okay, which one was that? I don't remember his name, but it wasn't Emmanuel Acho. Okay, so Emmanuel Acho. Anyway, he asked a question on Twitter as it related to this Devontae Adams thing. Would you have filed a lawsuit if you were the cameraman who Devontae Adams pushed? Now, a lot of these motherfuckers are liars. Because if you got an opportunity to cash in and make a couple bucks off an NFL player and you in your mind know you did nothing wrong, these motherfuckers are full of shit. But I'm reading some of these comments, and they are such liars. Everybody in this is just full of shit. Like this person. Absolutely not. You get into someone's face or personal space, that's what happens. As a society today, we are too quick to file a lawsuit over anything. It's a pathetic way to get a quick buck. We also, as a society, have forgotten to respect people and their personal spaces. Literally the dumbest fucking comment ever. It's not a personal space thing. They're both in a football stadium. That's not your personal space. And this is someone who's doing their job. It is their job. Yes, it is obnoxious, but it is their job to get in these guys' faces. So to just say, oh, it's not like he's running up to this dude on the street and then he gets pummeled. Like, he's doing his job. Well, it's not like the Jamoke who ran onto the field the other day with the pink smoke and got got his ass laid out. He's suing, too. He is. That guy's a piece of shit. He's a dope, right? And he should have gotten laid out because who knows if he would have had a gun, what he had. Fine. 
But this is just a dude trying to walk from one side of a, a tunnel to the other to try to get in position to do his job. And this guy, like, like people, and I guarantee you, everything about this is this dude sees the way white people are reacting to it. And he's like, fuck no, I can't let a black guy go down for this shit. And I guarantee you, if that were... I don't know, Josh Allen running off the field and Josh Allen pushed a black photographer. We'd be being lectured all fucking week about toxic masculinity and white rage and Trump and everything else. All I'm asking for people is to have like a common um, common sense, if you will, about these things. Stop making everything about race. Stop making it about politics. Stop making it about how, well, this person has such a stupid opinion. You know who they voted for, so we're going to go against the other way. It is fucking absurd. Like, it's it's comical. And also throw in the fact that we're saying that this guy should, like, a football field is not Devontae Adams' personal space. It's where he fucking works, and it's also where that guy works. Right. That's like me being at the radio station, like in the lobby of the radio station, and I accidentally bump into a dude delivering packages, and I get mad, and I push him down, and I go, this is my personal fucking space. No, it's where I work, and that dude's doing his job as well. That being said, that guy probably would sue you. Yeah, and also, I'm not going to fucking push him because I'm not a dipshit. And that's the other thing. Like, there's a lot of people that try to make, uh, that, that try to sell you that Devontae Adams probably a bad guy. Probably isn't. Probably a really decent dude, right? But you're a decent dude who did something stupid, did something fucked up. Like, how hard is it to just go, like, here's what I'd like to get from people. Both sides just say, yeah, you know what? Fucking dude did something stupid. The guy sues him. It's his fucking right to him. And by the way, just because you sue somebody doesn't mean you're going to fucking win. You have a right to sue anybody over anything you want to sue anybody over. You know, remember this. People mocked the gal, the old lady that sued McDonald's over the spilled coffee, right? Yeah, we're that, still talking about that it. That chick won a lot of cash. And you know what? I watched the documentary about it, and I was on her fucking side after I watched it, because that coffee was too fucking hot. But anyway, point being in all of this, that you read the comments from people, and they are so comical, but I mean, that's well known, like reading comments on social media or on any news article, you're going to see some real fucking dumb shit. Correct. But like I'm seeing players like I, I'm like football players and just athletes in general. And I have some that I'm friends with. I will exclude them. But there are so many of these players who are just fucking morons and they fall in line with this social media world where like you got to be outraged. I'll tell you someone who had a nice viewpoint on it. And you can say, Josh, you, you like his viewpoint because you agree with it. Maybe. But Tank. Tank responded to something I tweeted about this. And my tweet yesterday was, hey, maybe it's okay to just say that Devontae Adams shouldn't have pushed the guy. And Tank gets in and says, you can't take out the L on somebody else. Yep. And I'm like, fair. Like, why can't people just have that? It's almost like if, you, like, if there's a certain faction of people and if you see a, a if a black dude sees a white guy ripping a black guy like a buzzer goes off and it's like nope i must defend this black guy no matter how bad what he did was and i think it goes both ways i think it goes politically like i think with some white folks it's less about race and more about politics right so if you get a guy that like if you see a story that's really not that big of a deal like a, a democratic politician caught fucking somebody else like fucking around on his wife Big picture, should it determine whether or not that person is a is, is a person you vote for? No. What you do behind closed doors is what you do behind closed doors. I do not care who you are fucking, and it should not matter. But you could get a Republican person, and they'll see a Democrat, and they'll go, they've been judging us for so fucking long, and they ripped Trump for fucking this chick and blah, blah, blah. We got to take them down. 
even if deep down they're not really offended by it. I think with a lot of white folks, and in particular conservatives, it's more politics than race. I think with the other side, it's more about race than politics, if that makes any sense. So I just think there's a we're in a world now where no matter how dumb someone is or something they do is stupid, you see people that have a different skin color than you yelling and screaming about what this person did wrong, and you get your guard up a little bit, and you're like, no, fuck that, I'm going to defend my dude. And you defend him based on things that aren't about whether or not what he did was right or wrong. You're able to spin yourself into a knot convincing yourself that what the wrong thing he did was actually okay and justifiable because you're so hell-bent on selling the fact that this person who falls in line with you politically or racially uh, is not in the wrong just to fuck the other side. And that's what I'm seeing with this Dumbass Devontae Adams shit. I have no reason to believe Devontae Adams is a bad guy. I have every reason to believe that Devontae Adams was a dude in a situation where he's pissed off. They just blew a game. They shouldn't have blown to Kansas City. He's pissed. He bumps into someone. He's just played three hours of football, which is testosterone and and, and energy and, and strength, and you're trying to kill the other side, and he gets pissed and shoves this dude, who, by the way, he probably doesn't know who this guy is. I mean, he doesn't. is this a guy that just jumped out of the stands? Is this some guy trying to attack him? Like, these are all fair arguments. And we all should look at the total thing, all of the pieces. Well, he also was, again, I think intent does matter. Like, it's wrong that he pushed him, sure. But he was very quick to apologize after the incident. He was, but I, to me, I think right after he pushed the guy and realized he's a cameraman. He probably should have helped He should have walked back over yeah. there and gone, holy shit, dude, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. It shouldn't have been after the fact when people go, you know, you look like an asshole who just shoved a fucking cameraman. That's a good point. You walk over there, you help the guy up and go, oh, my God, dude, I thought maybe you were someone. And then maybe nothing comes of it. Right. But instead, you just like you like if you just watch that video for what it is, he looks like an asshole. He looks like a dickhead who walks up to this dude, sh- like shoves him. And that's that. If you just walk back and go, fuck, dude, like I'm, I was in a bad headspace. What do you, I can help you out? Whatever, man. I am so well, I sorry. Seen, you like, want an autograph helmet? You want a ball? Whatever. Do that. And I know what? it's in the heat of the moment, but you, I mean, in that moment, you look like a dick. Did he suffer any actual injuries? Like, did he have to go to the hospital? Because that also, I think, weighs into the decision to, um, to sue. I mean, if you're in an O hospital. He had whiplash. Bills. According to this, he had whiplash, a headache, and a minor concussion. Hey, concussions. He shouldn't go take pictures. That The league's got to protect these cameramen. And again, maybe what he should do then is step up and say, hey, let me take care of the medical bills. You know, kind of get in front of this but yeah maybe so or just say hey here's a hundred dollars i mean people will sue over everything but again if medical pills are expensive now man by the way they have the right to sue and it's not like this is totally cut and dry where you look at this and go this guy's a piece of shit for suing there are some cases there was a oh there was a lawsuit we were talking about the other day i think it was me and battle the league should be paying for this like workman's comp type shit could be maybe they are I don't know. Maybe he's just suing because he's like, no, I want some more cash. Right. Um, I don't know all the details on that. But, oh, there was a lawsuit the other day that was so, oh, it was the one about Texas Pete hot sauce. Yeah. There was a guy suing Texas Pete because he found out Texas Pete was not made in North Carolina. I mean, he's trying to get millions. And I'm like, this guy's full of shit, but why not? You know, might as well just sue all the fucking time. See what you can get. I mean, most of the time, people are going to settle or it's going to get thrown out, but give it a shot. Like in this case, I would imagine this guy's going to get something for this. And everybody can sit here and act like they wouldn't do the same fucking thing. But, it, but like, you got to put yourself in the position, right? Like, there's a lot of people in these comments that I'm reading who are trying to spin this as, man, this dude was up in this dude's space. He's trying to start shit. He was in my way. Like, that's not how it fucking works. This guy's doing his job. And they're both just happened to do their job in the same fucking place. But in that scenario... I can see where he's got a case. 
Because he wasn't like, again, you bump into someone. That's a very easy, oh, man, my bad. You don't have to sit there and full arm push the motherfucker, straight arm shove him down. You know, like there's this story that's going on here in Tennessee, and I don't know if they've decided, and this is at 226 on Tuesday, Wednesday, so I don't know what the latest is, but there's this player for Tennessee, the Volunteers, their star safety, who's their captain on defense, yep. right? And his name is uh, Jalen McCullough, is his name. And he had a situation where, so some drunk bro walks into the wrong apartment. Apparently, this is the story. So it's on Sunday. It's on, I guess, it's on the campus, or I, I would imagine that's where it was, on the campus at Tennessee. And this drunk dude leaves his buddy's apartment to go down to the car to pick up what he's uh, called things, which I would guess is either more booze or fucking pot. That would be my guess. Things. You know, things. So the guy gets up and he he accidentally goes to the wrong apartment building. So he goes to the apartment number that he thought was his buddy's, said he knocked on the door. Nobody answered. So he opened the door. It was unlocked. He walked in, thought it was his buddy's place right walks in goes holy shit my bad now keep in mind he's hammered he walks in goes holy shit my bad i'm so sorry i'm gonna leave now this is his account of this granted he was hammered so he walks out and apparently this player this uh, mccullough still follows him this again hit the story and the guy's like dude i'm sorry whatever and then at one point the dude claims he says hey you don't have to be an asshole about it which leads this mccullough to socking him in the face which leads this dude to be knocked unconscious after he falls down some stairs i mean i kind of feel like why follow him out of the apartment well that would be my point too if that's exactly how it went down yeah because i don't know if you've ever been in i mean you've lived in apartments a bunch have you ever had anybody walk into the wrong apartment when I was a kid, some guy walked into my grandma's house during Christmas Eve. See, my my buddy, one Everyone of my best. had be- a good laugh about it. He left harmlessly. Like, okay. Sure. Now, if he's in your house and like the second he walks in, if you don't know him and you shoot him, like to me, I'm like, well, he was in your house. You don't know what he was there to do. So I'm cool with it. But if he leaves right away. But if the guy like, leaves and he goes, my fucking bad, bro, I'm sorry. And he walks out and you follow him he's out. He's not going to do anything. Which I don't know if that's truly how it went down or right. not either. You know, who knows? But in, also, uh, lock your door. That's another good point. Um, but even if it wasn't locked, people still aren't supposed to walk into your place. No. But, you know, it is what it is. So apparently he punches this dude. The guy falls down the stairs, knocks him unconscious, and the guy got arrested for it. And my guess is this dude's going to play on Saturday because Bama's in town. And it's the biggest game Tennessee's had in two and a half decades. There ain't no way that dude ain't going to play. He's going to be suspended the next week when they play the dopes, the next dopey school they play. But I bring that up because that one's not as cut and dry to me, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can have a debate of, well, if a dude walks into your place, you don't know what kind of intention he's got. Then I could come back at you and say, but he walked the fuck out. He said he was sorry. You know, like there's a debate to be had. There isn't really a debate here. And anybody who's trying to take the Devontae Adams thing and turn it into a debate of, well, maybe we need to reevaluate what uh, cameramen are allowed to do on the field. Fuck you. Like, here, you know what my argument to that would be? I would say, you mean to tell me that there's an issue with the way cameramen are on the field when one person out of hundreds of thousands in the last handful of years has shoved a cameraman? I say hundreds of thousands, but thousands of times the that there could have been a guy uh, that he picks him up and shoves him. Did the guy that got kicked by Rodman back in the day, Sue? Well, he got kicked in the balls, okay? That guy might not have been able to have babies, and I think there's no doubt he's... But the NBA's is more fucked up, right? The NBA, you got dudes literally just sitting under the basket. Now, Rodman, again, shouldn't have kicked the guy because the cameraman didn't do anything wrong. He was just doing his job, and he was where they told him to be, and Rodman kicked him in the balls. He was in the wrong. But um, but the NBA's right on top of you. And there are people... Like, here's another example. This is um, And this is a positive story. And this was probably two decades ago, maybe 20 years ago. So um, 
uh, Tony Gonzalez was playing for the Chiefs, and they were playing San Francisco. And um, Gonzalez catches a pass or something. He goes out of bounds, and he runs into a guy that was either a cameraman or maybe someone holding the the down markers, something like that, or a boom mic, whatever. Yeah. And he runs him over, and the guy is knocked unconscious. Oh, no. Bad, right? They take the guy to the hospital, and they find out that he's got, like, a brain tumor or cancer or something that they would have known nothing about oh, wow. had he not knocked him unconscious, and they were able to save the guy and get rid of the cancer or whatever it was. Like, that's the kind of shit that happens. It is what it is. And it's also a double-edged sword because it, it, this is where the hypocrisy of these athletes comes in because they all like the fame, and they love being on TV, right? Well, how do you be on TV? There are fucking people with cameras there, and they film you. You love it when the news people take your picture, put you in the paper and all. You love that shit, right? Well, that can't happen unless they're down there on the field. All those famous pictures of, of these athletes that they love to have, that they frame on their wall, those are taken by someone more than likely that's standing on the field taking that picture. So don't turn it into a, a referendum on the profession of photography and the way the NFL handles this shit just because one guy was a dick. If it were a big issue and every week there was some motherfucker getting pushed and there were fights, right. yes. What you've turned it into is some bullshit referendum. Cause basically, real talk, because you're afraid to be critical of a black guy. That's what it comes down to. And I think media people are afraid to be critical of black dudes. And I think that other black dudes are afraid to be critical of black dudes. I think liberal-ass white people are afraid to be critical of black dudes. Just like Fox News dudes protect other Republicans and so forth. Like, everybody's in this little, this bubble where they're protecting each other because they don't want the other side to win. It is okay to at some point just say, hey, I'm a black dude and Devontae Adams shouldn't have pushed the motherfucker and that's that. It shouldn't be that difficult, but everything, it's got to be tying into knots. Same way when we talk about the Republican uh, or the Democratic politician fucking around on his wife and the Republicans act like he's the biggest piece of shit in the world when Republicans are fucking around on their wives too. It's just a, it's this fight that they have with each other because you can't let the other side win and you have to do everything you can to protect your people, your party, your race, whatever it is. And it's fucking nuts. Just say Devontae Adams was wrong. There. How hard is that to say? He should not have pushed the guy, period. And if he did, you go right after the fact. Say, oh, fuck, dude. I didn't realize you were a cameraman. I'm sorry. Right. Like, because it, quickly. And the reality is, the truth is, he was just pissed off that they fucking lost and he took it out on this dude. That's what it comes yes. down to. <sighs> but whatever, man. It's, it's such bullshit. But what? And that's the reactions that annoy me. And I know I tell you this all the time. But, like, I'm fascinated by how dumb people are. And I say this all the time, that people are dumb, but then it's like, um, huh? Like, this person says, there's not a chance in hell that I would sue. The world is so soft, man. It's sad. I guarantee you they would sue. Anyone They're in all lying. Every motherfucker's know. a liar. Uh, let's see. If I have whiplash and a concussion, yes. If not, probably going to accept the apology along with a signed jersey, gloves, cleats, boxing. There you go. Like, how do you not sue if you have a legitimate injury after that? What if that's an injury that in the future uh, impacts your ability to work? Well, that and again, I mean, medical care is not cheap. I think a lot of people operate in this world where it's like street justice in a way. Like we were talking about this uh, Tennessee story on the air the other day, and some guy goes, man, where I come from, some guy talks shit to you, you just beat his ass. I'm like, so if a guy tells you to lighten the fuck up, you're leaving his house and he punches you in the face, that's not an eye for an eye. That's not even Steven. That's not how it works. But everybody lives in this weird, like, fake uh, street justice world where, man, fuck you, you get in my face, I'll push it. Well, that's not how the world works. There are laws. 
So stupid. If I this person says, if I'm injured and need medical attention, or if my expensive ass camera equipment is damaged, I seek those expenses. If injured to a point that it negatively affects my ability to work, I sue. Like, that's pretty simple. This person, I appreciate this honesty. Honestly, I would get the bag, but if Devontae Adams has a good lawyer, the lawyer can easily argue for it to be dismissed by saying, while the video looks like he pushed the cameraman, he put his hands out to stop a collision. Well, that's bullshit. Um, uh, This person says, I would not. An apology publicly and privately in a signed jersey would suffice. To me, that sounds worse than suing the motherfucker. I'd like to be apologized to publicly and privately. Fuck off. Well, you already were apologized publicly. Uh, let's see. Nope, I would have a- I would have asked for an apology. Mr. Adams looked surprised as he made contact, looking down and reacted. Yeah, Mr. Adams also could have walked back and said, holy fuck, my bad. This is what happens when you leave Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You, you, get your, that's with, what, yep. you go play with Derek Carr. You fuck yourself. And you see. Let's see. No, the guy walked in front of it, and it was an innocent reaction. Okay, that's stupid. Again. You shove the guy down. That's like saying, well, I accidentally bumped into somebody in the food court at the mall, so I punched him in the temple. Why not? They shouldn't have been in my way. People get sued for less, says this person. Correct. Only teams and personnel like their trainers, etc., should be on the field. Camera people, photographers should be in some type of press box area off the field. Yes, that's the answer, person. So now, what happens when you don't get all these beautiful pictures that these guys probably frame on their fucking walls? A lot easier said than done. Well, it's also not like they're running on the field during an active like play. Like they're no. not running out to the huddle like when the game's and over. And by the way, a lot of these people get run the fuck over during a game, and they don't sue because it's part of the game. Like yes. they know if they're down there on the field, they might get run over. There is the risk. You know, you know that you shove a dude. It's a different fucking story. All right, I have to leave. All so. right, Jilly's leaving now. She's got to go get her uh, her uh, pedicure. So on that note. I'll read a couple more of these. I would never knowingly impede an athlete's progress after a game. Like, you are a stupid motherfucker. Like, I'm baffled. Like, that guy knowingly just walked out like he knew he was fucking there. My God, people are stupid. Like, how are you so willfully fucking dumb? I would never knowingly impede an athlete's progress after a game like that. Well, thespian poppy, you really are a great person. He didn't knowingly do shit. He was doing his fucking job. My God. Well, I mean, people are fucking stupid. Ugh. Anyway. Now, on that note, I can't keep reading these dumb fucking messages from people. My God, they are stupid. Just dumb humans. The world is filled with too many fucking morons. All right, anyway. We'll see you guys later. Unwoke Jamokes. Big up. Bye.